support for Pirate Talk Radio comes from you, the listener. If you would like to support this broadcast, please go to patreon.com slash TV. Alright guys, welcome back to Pirate Talk Radio, the vault of the Ancients Edition, the latest update and patch for Sea of Thieves, the September update, if you're keeping track of the numbers, it is update 2.0.18, and it brings with us a whole bunch of new stuff for uh, the game that we all love and enjoy, and uh, I did delay recording this podcast uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, first off, I wanted to actually play the update, as normally I try to get this uh, podcast up Monday, Tuesday. The update didn't launch until Wednesday. And, uh, honestly, I didn't want to like another speculation podcast. I actually wanted to give you guys some meat and potatoes and I could have done the podcast for release on Thursday, but then I would just be talking about the patch notes and not giving you guys the actual experience of what it is to, to play it. So last night, uh, Thursday, uh, I played it for the first time and, uh, got to experience this new update in all of its, uh, uh, something. Uh, and so I can talk about it. And so what I want to talk about first is, uh, first off, we have dogs moving on. Um, the wild rose and inky cracking clothing and equipment have been added to, uh, the black market and Hey, Duke's gone. Duke is now taking a nice little vacation with Umbra. And, uh, we have a new character, uh, that if you've got the book, uh, Tales of the Sea of Thieves, something like that. Um, we've got Lorena, uh, who is the founder of the Bildratch. She has now taken Duke's place. She's standing outside of the taverns uh, with a nice little knife and uh, cutting into a nice little mango. So she is now your, uh, your liaison for the black market. Uh, and Duke is now taking a nice little relaxing vacation with Umbra. Um, well, let's just say Flameheart has kind of spooked him a little bit. So you can uh, go talk to Duke. Check out what he's been writing. Uh, check out what he has to say. If you are a lore aficionado, if you love lore, I strongly suggest going and talking to Duke to find out a little bit more about why he decided to go take a vacation. Before I get into the actual vaults, I want to talk about the, um, the update and the specific pieces of the patch itself that don't involve the new content. So first off, in the speculation... Uh, that we had last week, um, slimline banners, beautiful, amazing. Um, I wish they would have designed the 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 step down from the mate the the full screen banners when it's just the one at the top. Uh, it kind of drops down a little too low, in my opinion. Um, I think it should should touch the ceiling, the the top of the border of the new slimline banner uh, should touch the 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 top of the screen. I also think the artwork around it should have been flipped. So the artwork is a rectangle that has the name of the island that you're entering um, with kind of like a dome-like shape above it. I think that should have been flipped so the dome-like shape is below the rectangle and the rectangle actually hangs or sits on the top of your screen. That's going to continue to reduce the amount of screen that the banner takes up, which is the point of this. Now, first off, I I, I, I am nitpicking here. I am 100% nitpicking here. I'm, I'm being a little bit of a um, an artist junkie and also just nitpicking. 
Uh, it still comes down. It looks a little awkward with blue sky above and blue sky below and around all sides. It looks very awkward sitting there, um, but it does not take up uh, the, the important screen real estate like the old one. I just think a little bit more of an art design on this one where they flipped it. So the dome, the, the little uh, dome piece is, is down on the screen. The rectangular piece is attached to the top of the screen, kind of just like a little drop down. Uh, that comes in, or they could have made it a little bit cooler, put some chains, maybe a couple chain links, um, and have it kind of fall down like a like like a sign, like an old western sign that's holding by chains, right? Kind of falls down with a couple chain links just hanging down, take up less screen um, with the with the dome piece coming down. So I think the art looks nice, but I think they could have done a little bit more to again reduce the amount of screen um, that this banner takes up. The the way it comes onto the screen. Still takes up a little bit more screen real estate than it should. Looks a little goofy, in, in my opinion, the way they kind of implemented it. I think a little bit more uh, look at that um, can really clean that up and look at make it really nice again. Hanging from a couple chain links, not drop down as far, and flip the artwork so that the dome or the extra, the extra rounded bit is actually pacing down on the screen and the rectangle is, is more flush with the top of the screen. I think that would look uh, much better. Um, again, you can disable these completely. I'm not at a point right now where I want to disable them completely, except for an arena. I did uh, disable them completely for arena. Um, but this is a huge change that the community has been asking for for a very long time, and I'm glad they did it. I just think they could have done it a little bit better. Um, you've heard me say this time and time again. The difference between being a good game and a great game is not just pushing out stuff that is that is nice and cool but actually pushing out refined uh, meaningful meaningful stuff this was a meaningful thing but it wasn't refined and we've seen see if thieves do this time and time again where they push out something cool or they push out something the community wants and everyone should be extremely excited about it but the execution was not all there it was not a hundred percent it wasn't clean it wasn't perfected um, and in this case, I think that's, this is where we missed the boat on this was, yes, it is a great addition to the game, but it was a good addition, not a great addition. And they missed the boat on making this a great addition with just how they dropped it down, how far they dropped it down, the way it's configured and the art style around it. And of course people are saying, well, you can disable it. Well, I don't want to disable it. I kind of like the, the, the banners dropping down. I like the slimline banner, uh, banners. And since it's an option for me to use. I just wish they would have executed it better, right? That's that's just my opinion. Again, like I said, we've seen this time and time again with Sea of Thieves where they do something good but not great. They want to be a great game, but they're not executing at the great game level. They're executing at a good or below good level just to keep things moving at the pace that they want to with new and cool stuff each and every month. And I, as I've said this multiple times, I think that is a mistake. Um, I think they need to to uh, focus on making sure when they release something, it's great and it has everyone excited and, and go and like, oh, yeah, I want to play more. Oh, I want to come back and play and this and that and the other thing. And they're, they're failing to do so uh, month and month out. And if they continue to fail to do the, this month and month out, we're talking a game that they want to, to last for 10 years. It's not going to last that long if they continue to do good or sub good um updates each and every month i don't care if you're releasing a free update each and every month eventually the player base will wear thin on that and they'll just be like give me something that's awesome or i'm out and they won't come back 
And that's just that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Um, let's see here. Emissary ledger value. Now, this this, in my opinion, was a small thing. It was very small, but this was executed on a great level. When players hand in items while representing an emissary, there will now be an emissary meter in the bottom left to show the value they've contributed to the emissary ledger and increase after handing in the item. This is awesome, right? I hate having to open up reputation every single time for me to see what I've contributed to the emissary ledger. Now, again, I know I still have to open that to compare myself to someone else, but now I have a real-time ticker of what my emissary value is based on the items I'm turning in, right? We know there is a we know there is a multiplier and we know there's some behind the scenes math based on grade one through five. We know that. However, there's no ticker on the screen that's showing it real time of what I'm gaining on my emissary ledger. Yes, we can see the gold as it's getting turned in. We can see how much is coming in to our emissary with the little parentheses numbers. These are all good updates that they made. Finally, they made a great update for the emissary ledger in this ticker. Um, in my opinion, the only thing that they could have made this absolutely outstanding is instead of having the emissary logo um, um, around the circle or make another circle on the other side so it's two circles with the bar in the middle with the counter, is put your emissary rank in it, right? So that way you don't even have to open the reputations tab to see what rank you are, right? You know your gold hoarder, you know your reaper, you know your merchant, whatever you are, or have a little turn piece, right? Like a, a little uh, uh, a piece that turns where it shows your the gold hoarder key or the, the reaper uh, hourglass and your grade five across the bottom. And then as the money starts ticking in, right, that thing like turns, like you flipped a coin. And on the backside, it will show you what your rank is. And then it'll turn back and, and stuff like that. Um, just something so I don't have to open the reputation every time. And I'm still getting quick and meaningful in the moment updates on my emissary ledger um that would have made this an outstanding amazing over the moon perfect implementation but again this is a great addition um you know th this is out absolutely outstanding the fact that i can see real time my emissary ledger um information now while we're on the emissary ledger piece i was having a conversation about this on stream the emissary ledger system um, went from an amazing system to a okay system to now horseshit. It's absolutely horseshit. No one wants to do emissaries. There is no reason to do emissaries. None. What, you get sales? Cool. Probably, I would say, 80, 90% of the player base already has them, has had them, and the players who don't have them probably don't have enough time to contribute to get to them and or don't care about them. But the, the emissary system is a joke right now. And yes, I, I'm still working on getting my Xbox achievements. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, my Xbox achievements to get to my five um, times at rank five. Um, or the, the highest rank, whatever it is. I, I think it's rank, whatever it is. The top emissary ledger five times. I'm still on pace to get that this month, I believe. But for a lot of people who are not achievement hunters or are not completionists like myself, this system is absolute horseshit. There's no reason to fly an emissary, right? I'm talking about players that I play with that have 10, like myself, 20, 30, 40, 60 million gold. 
why in the hell do they want to run an emissary flag to get more gold? They don't. They've got more gold than they'll ever spend in this entire game. They don't need the extra gold. They've already got the sales. They don't need the sales. They don't, they don't want to put up an emissary flag because there is no benefit to them. And the emissary system in general has been stale since it came out. The first month, awesome. Everyone ran emissaries. The second month, a uh, couple, couple fewer. The next month, a lot less. And now we're basically at zero emissaries. Zero. We had this new update hit Wednesday. I expected every single server I logged into to have a table full of gold hoarders with the new gold hoarder event. Zero. In, 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 in my entire night, five hours of playing, I saw two gold hoarders. One was us. The other one was someone else. By the first grade five, which was probably the first two hours, once we, because we were just doing the, we weren't trying to do anything else. We were just trying to do the, the new event. After the first two hours, we went back to lower our, our grade five, sell our loot, and put another flag up to re-level it. No gold hoarders. Five hours, and there was one other gold hoarder on my server. That is absolutely ridiculous. No one cares about emissaries. And the only reason I care is because I want the Xbox achievement. Once I have that, you won't see me with an emissary flag until they do something with this system. This system, in such a short amount of time, has went from a very cool system to a pointless, worthless system that no one cares about anymore. So, why do we even have Reapers? Why? They can't search for emissaries if they're not there. There is no benefit for players to put up an emissary flag right now, unless they don't have the sales, which most players already do. Or if they want the extra gold, which, to be honest, it's the veteran players that are leaving this game because there's nothing to do, they don't need the gold. They don't want the gold. They want cosmetics. The fact that we are now five months into the emissary system and we're still only seeing the sales, why? This is supposed to be something that rotates out and we get new items according to when they release this. Where are the new items? We've got all these new ship cosmetics from the, the what is it, the Blighted ship set to the Battletoad ship set to, the, to the, the now the Shrouded Ghost ship set. All these cool ship sets, but we see nothing on the emissary. It's like they've just been forgotten. It's like, oh, here's this cool option. We're going to add more to it and get people excited about it. And there's nothing there. How are you supposed to complete your accommodations as Reapers to turn in flags if no one's running flags because there's no reason to run flags? You now have accommodations that are basically useless. Or you have to do them in a cheesy manner, which is you get the flag, you sink your boat, and you turn in your own flag to Reaper and get the credit. And that's absolutely stupid because that is not how that is supposed to play out. I don't know what their plan is for the emissary system, but right now it's a useless system that should have never been implemented because that right now I see no timeline or calendar that shows that this system is going to be useful anytime soon. There's nothing I've heard of. They've had five months. They've had over a quarter, a quarter of a year to get this system um, the next thing. There are three months every quarter. That means they could rotate three cosmetic items every quarter, right? You could have 12 different items that, that you, could, you could put in the emissary system. Every quarter, three of those items rotate. And then the next quarter, three of the items rotate. You could have 12 different items or do six different items 
And in a year, you've got the opportunity for those players who, who may not, you know, have the playtime. You've got two opportunities through the year to get all of the items, right? Put your focus on one emissary here, or one emissary there, or whatever you want to do. But you'll have two, 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 um, two options. Hell, make it every quarter the same three items rotate. Then people have one year to, to get all the items, and then the next year, all new items, right? You've got a whole year to design the next year's items, and, and players have an entire year to get all three of the cosmetic items. But right now, we went through an entire quarter of a whole bunch of subpar updates and nothing for the emissaries. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's a useless system, and until they fix it, the only thing I have left is to get my Xbox achievements, and once I get that, you'll never see me with an emissary flag on again. Until Rare decides to actually use a really cool feature in the game that they've basically tossed in the garbage can and said, I, we, psh, we made this thing cool, but whatever. You know, It's the exact same thing that we're going to talk about when we talk about the vaults of the, the Ancients. It's something that seems cool and something that has a lot of future to it, but it's not something that brings players back and keeps players here. Why? Because the future is not here, right? The future's tomorrow. The future's a year from now. The future's three years from now. And I'll tell you right now, if we continue to get these updates, which have cool things that could be used in the future, but they're only good or sub good right now, you're not going to have a player base in, in, in a year from now and a two year from now, right? You're not going to have a player base. And we'll talk about why I feel that way with the vaults here in a couple minutes. But as far as the emissary system right now, it's absolute horseshit. It's garbage. It's it's a system that clearly was not fully baked in the um, in the development of of the thing. And with all the accommodations that are out there right now, and, and it's a PvP game. Yet because no one's running emissaries right now, there you can't get your accommodations done for reapers. So why why the hell even use emissaries? Why just take it out of the game? At this point, just take it out of the game because it's pointless to have in there. It's absolutely pointless to be in this game right now because there's no benefit to do it unless you're a completionist like myself and want that five times at max emissary value. That's the only reason. Uh, this is a, this is this is something I like. I didn't. I kind of experienced it last night. I guess um, I didn't see the effects of it, but I definitely noticed it. It, it did have an impact on the lag and this is loot haul memory saving. So a lot of people, including my crew love to loot haul our entire play session just to see how much uh, we make. And also to make PVP encounters that much more dangerous as if we lose, we lose all of our hard work. And personally, I think that's fun. I know a lot of streamers do that, et cetera, et cetera. But this is a really cool thing that they've done here. And, and you've heard me preach multiple times. They need to get back to basics and fix server stability. Well, this goes a long way to do this. So this says, when collecting notable halls of different loot in a single place, the game will now reach a threshold where it'll optimize performance by changing the appearance of certain loot items. Items will return to their standard visuals when optimization allows. So this is awesome. If you're one of those people who like to fill your boat with a whole bunch of shiny shit, this is great because now you're not going to experience the lag because the game will automatically throttle performance of that loot, change its visual effects so it's not as, as draining, and therefore you want loot. When you, do the, um, when you do the Vault of the Ancients and you do one of the Gold Hoarder ones at when you're max rank Gold Hoarder, you get a shit ton of loot if you do it properly. I'm talking 
seven captain's chests. The the chest of ancients, or whatever, the, the treasure chest of ancients, or the special chest. A whole bunch of marauders' chests. A whole bunch of castaway chests, or seafarer chests. I mean, we did two of these, and we had so many chests, it was hard to... It was just a pile of loot, not to mention all the little... <clears throat> the little doodads and, and dingle bobs that sit on your desk, the little the vases and stuff. It's so much loot. So this loot haul uh, memory saving feature is actually really good because I've experienced multiple times having really weird lag and latency when approaching a ship who has a loot haul or when I'm just on my ship and I have a loot haul. And I personally like loot hauling. I don't like stopping my play session or stopping my stream midway through a flow just because I've got too much loot and it's causing me lag. I don't like that. I want to be able to put all my loot on my ship until the end of my play session to increase that risk and reward system that Sea of Thieves is based around. So that way, every time I enter a PvP situation, if I screw up, I lose. I lose all of this hard work. And to me, that's a bigger incentive to 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 I, I never shy away from pvp trust me don't shy away from it if i lose i lose you know that's what it is but in the, the words of my buddy joe damage no boat no money so if we've got this pile of money on our boat regardless of how many million pieces of gold that we actually have on our account doesn't matter no boat no money all that time that we you know killed other ships and sunk other ships and stole their stuff and did did voyages and dug up chests and, and did vaults and stuff like that. And we have this pile of loot. It would feel really bad regardless if I'm over 10 million gold losing that stuff. Because that's time. That's time and money. And if we lose it, we lose it. But we're not going to shy away from PvP just because we have a shit ton of loot. We did when there was lag issues. Right? But now that seems to be a little bit better. Again, we'll have to see a major loot haul. Like a, a six, seven, eight hour loot haul to see if that's better. If there's still lag issues, but as of last night, with all the chests that we had, we had uh, two vaults at any given time on our boat, plus other stuff we've picked up, and I didn't notice any uh, any lag issues. So whatever this particular thing does, loot haul memory saving, excellent, excellent. Um, we mentioned this uh, in the in the um, the trailer video. I think they made some optimizations to the single stick camera accessibility. Also to the uh, UI navigation, um, so that's uh, that's something um, that that uh, that you can uh, you can read in if you would like to to look at it. Again, cfthieves.com/slash/release-notes. Um, you can kind of check that stuff out um, there if you're interested in that stuff. Um, increasing accessibility options um, by reducing held actions such as previous uh, push to talk. Required button to be held. Players now have the option to toggle it on and off. Uh, I strongly suggest any players out there who don't use push to talking game and don't use Discord or something like that, I would not recommend this. Um, if you're a hot micer out there, which means your mic is always live, you are a target. You're giving away your position. You're giving away what you're doing in battle. You're giving away your your battle plans and stuff like that. Sure, I understand in Xbox parties and stuff like that, it's sometimes hard to 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 do that. Um, but I, I would be honest, I would find another option for, for voice communications if you have to have a uh, mic always on. Because if you're in this game and you're talking on a hot mic, people are going to find you, people are going to sink you, people are going to kill you because they know exactly where you are and what you're doing. 
Uh, bug fixes. Uh, let's take a look at what all they fixed as far as uh, bug fixes. Oh, I see a whole section on hit registration. Gameplay. When opening the quest radial via key binding, the more button will now be present in the event of multiple pages of quests. Okay. Yeah, whatever. The pirate chat radio uh, should no longer get stuck on a screen when using a ship interaction point. That's good. Thank you. Sharks will deal, dam uh, will deal damage to players floating on the water's surface when attacking. Okay, I didn't know that was broken. I always get bit by sharks. Okay, whatever. Fixing a broken ship's mast will no longer leave behind incorrect collision on the mast. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Ghost ships will no longer spawn at islands already populated by players. That is excellent. That way you don't get on your boat, you're loading all your stuff up, you hear the skeletal music, and you're sitting here like, well, as soon as I take off, this thing's going to spawn. So that's good. Players will now be safe, safe teleported if they become stuck on the shores of gold. Okay, that's good. Instead of having to exit the game, I guess. I didn't, I've experienced that, but that's good. Players should no longer be able to get underneath the island near Lost Gold Fort. Good. I hate getting stuck under islands, especially you shoot over with a cannon to, to do something, try to steal something, try to get in, and you get stuck somewhere, and you're just like, well, I'm under the wor world. All right. Trying to hopefully have blunder bombs or something to kill myself so I can get out of here. Good. Players should no longer get stuck on their torch near the Gold Hoarder's representative at uh, Ancient Spire Outpost. Didn't know that existed at all, but excellent. <clears throat> Some of these bugs, man, players must have found, and I never experienced them. Players should now be able to navigate out of their deep pit in salty sands. Okay. Uh, skeletons should no longer become stuck when exiting the cave on Ashen Reaches. Well, I'm rarely in the roar, so okay. Okay, some just some some basic stuff. All this looks good. Um, I haven't experienced many of these things. The one, the big one I I see here is the radial dial fixes when it gets um stuck and you're interacting with another ship point. That 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 I'm glad they fixed. One thing that I don't see on here, however, is barrels. They have put barrel fixes in this game. I would say how many freaking uh three or four months in a row now. And as of last night, my first time playing this update, the very first barrel on my ship I opened, the barrel was locked and my my inventory was locked. Had to exit out of the barrel and go back in. So clearly, again, like I've said multiple times, don't implement half-baked solutions. And Rare seems to be amazing at that. They put some really awesome things out, but then they put a whole bunch of little shit out that's half-baked. It's like, I don't want... I don't want to eat a cookie that's not all the way cooked through. I don't want to eat a piece of chicken that still has raw meat in the center. Give me a good meal. Put a good, clean, with all the fixings, cooked properly and seasoned on my plate. Okay? I don't want a piece of asparagus wrapped in bacon that's absolutely delicate when I've got freaking salmonella chicken right there and a cookie that's still dripping because it hasn't been baked all the way through. Right? Give me fully baked solutions or don't give me the solution, right? So a lot of these things here on the gameplay fixes seem to be good. I didn't experience any of these things except for the radial dials, but the barrels are still locked up, and they've dealt with that for the past three or four months in a row. So clearly um, our priorities have changed from something that they've been trying to fix and failed at doing to other things. 
I don't know why. Maybe they've just given up on barrels and just like, well, this is how it is. We we spent four months on it and couldn't figure it out. So let's fix these other things. Uh, but let's move on to hit registration and see what they've done here and see if we got a good luscious cookie or if we've still got drippy goo. <clears throat> Players should no longer reach an invulnerable state of interacting while reviving. Players should no longer reach an invulnerable state if interacted with while reviving. I never experienced that. I've been able to sword dash people off of revive, shoot people off of revives. I'm not quite sure what that is talking about, but it definitely, no player should ever be invulnerable ever, ever. Even if you've just been revived and you've got a, like a CH of health, you should still be killable. You should never be invulnerable at any given time. Uh, improved hit registration when standing on top of a ladder and shooting rival players directly below, such as on the crow's nest or uh, boarding ladders. Thank you. This is great. Um, there's been a lot of like a lot of times when I, I know a border's coming up, I pull myself way away from the ladder and I just wait till they, they their head crests the top of the ladder. Uh, or they get all the way on my ship and then I just blunder them off. But being able to stand at the top of the ladder and shoot directly below, I've tried to like zoom in with a with a with a sniper or or flintlock, you know, scope or whatever the iron sights. A player, I can see my scope is on their head. I can see my iron sight is on their head. Pull the trigger, nothing. Nothing. They they don't eat. I hit them twice. They don't die. So I'm glad this is uh, this has been changed. I haven't experienced this yet in the game so we'll see what it what it actually looks like being implemented but if this is actually true good this was th this is something that should have been done a long time ago fire on the sta stairs of a sloop should now be much easier to extinguish all right everyone knows my opinion about fire looks cool not exactly the best tactic to to use on a ship but it should be easily it should be able to be put out just like um, the other parts of the ship. It shouldn't be a more challenged. Yeah, so, okay, whatever. Skeletons now animate correctly when eating a banana during combat. I'm so glad that with all the issues with hit registration in this game, having issues with emissary ledgers not meaning a, a damn thing, and this entire update of new content being absolute dog shit, I'm so glad we spent time fixing the animation of a skeleton eating a banana. Well done, Rare. You really know where your priorities are. Further improvements made to uh, cannonball hit registration when firing at rival ships. Okay, that's good. I don't know how many times I'm still shooting cannonballs or chain shots. Um, and I don't get the sound. I don't see the hit, but the mast falls or something like that. I it's Or I'll be piling a ship in the arena and like I'll see a chain shot fly over, I'll hear it fly, I won't hit a hit or anything, and the mast will fall. And I'm like, it didn't, I didn't hear a hit or anything. I would have got over there sooner, but it, yeah. So I'm hoping that th this is true. Again, I've had one day to play this patch, so I, I can't really speak too much on that. But if this is truly implemented, just like the ladder, the ladder guarding, um, yeah, okay, I agree. Uh, something I don't see here, blunderbuss. The blunderbuss. It's still a piece of shit. It's been that way for about two months now. It's very inconsistent. It's very inconsistent. 
Um, I'm very disappointed that they don't have uh, more about hit registration, considering it is one of the biggest issues that are pushing players and more specifically PvP players away. And now players who want to play PvP on pirate ships, well, guess what? They now have another option. They've got Blazing Sails. Um, it doesn't look like a game that I would be interested in because there's no adventure mode, um, but it's a PvP pirate game. If that's what they're looking for and they look like Battle Royale systems, guess what, Rare? You better fix your combat because there is another game out there that's now trying to take part of your player base, which is the PvP side, which is what your game is based around. So it's not a game that I would switch to just again because they don't have an adventure mode, but there's a game out there now, a legit game that has people playing it, um, from a small development team that seemed to have combat pretty locked down. A smaller team than Rare, a smaller team that's not funded by Microsoft, now has a pirate PvP game that they have combat, what appears to be pretty worked out. Now, again, I haven't played that game. I've just been watching streams, but I haven't heard a lot of people complaining about hit registration. I haven't heard a lot of people complaining about that kind of stuff. You've had two years, Rare, to create, balance, and make guns in PvP and swords in PvP work properly. And this game from a smaller development company seems to have came out of the gates with it. Priorities. Priorities. Fully baked solutions, not half-baked. And now, people can't say, including myself, that, oh, well, you've got moving waves on moving boats with moving players and moving projectiles. Well, so does Blazing Sails. So does Blazing Sails. So now there should be no excuse with the backing of Microsoft and the size of Rare that we have hit registration issues and the other pirate PvP game doesn't have that many or doesn't have any. Something needs to be changed. Priorities need to, to, to jump in here. And the leadership at Rare, and specifically on the Sea of Thieves team, needs to put more focus around keeping their players by bringing out quality, fully-baked patches that are taking care of issues which are pushing players out. One, boredom and nothing to do. Yes, I've spoke on why I enjoy this game and why I stick around, but there are other veteran players that what they want to do is new fun things that are repeatable. They want PvP, and they want to be able to see other boats on the seas that they can go interact with. What are we still not seeing? Boats on the seas, PvP, and events that are fun and repeatable. Rare's priorities are clearly misplaced right now with this game, and it is showing um, every single day on streams. Visual and audio changes. Uh, the mute all uh, other crew voice chat options should no longer become enabled during game session or when transitioning between arena contests. Thank you. I like to mute all the people because people are annoying and rude. Um, so yeah, performance and stability. When an ethernet cable is disconnected, the game should now handle the error gracefully. What? Just shut the damn game down and say you were disconnected. There's no graceful about it. Your ethernet cable popped out. It should just crash out to the main screen and said, connection to the server has been lost. Reconnect. Yes or no? Why did we spend time dealing with this? It should just... Okay. Maybe, maybe that's what they were trying to get to and they had a failure of a system beforehand. I don't know. My Ethernet cables are secure and my Internet is a solid rock. It's So this isn't going to affect me. 
Optimize Devil's Roar Island to improve performance. No one likes the roar anyway, so who the hell cares? Fix the entire area called the Devil's Roar and make it something, make it an incentive to go out there that doesn't involve more gold or more rep. That does not entice people to go out there because the danger and the annoyance of that particular area far exceeds the amount of gold and reputation you get. Make the Devil's Roar something I actually want to go to, and then maybe I'll care about the performance once I'm there. Fix the bigger picture before you fix the smaller picture. All right. Known issues. We'll deal with that later. Let's talk about dogs, because that's the only good thing. Oh, and the Shrouded Ghost uh, ship set. Those were the only two good things that came out of this uh, the, this update for new content. That's the only thing. Um, yeah, they're, they're, we we can skip every other thing about this update. We can skip the new vaults of which this entire um, entire update is named after because they suck. On a scale from one to ten. Last night I was asked this on stream on a scale from 1 to 10. How how exciting is this new content? I gave it a 2.5 or 3 at the most, and that was generous. I honestly thought about giving it a 1. So dogs and the Shrouded Ghost ship set are the only cool things, and a couple new emotes, which I like are the only good things that came out of this this update. This update, entitled Vaults of the Ancients, is horseshit. There is nothing new and exciting at all about this. It is not fun to repeat. The fact that I, I got to grade, let's see here, I turned in four chests last night. I completed three voyages because I stole a key from someone else and did their vault. I think my, my accommodations are now grade two and I need 15 of these. I'm like, what is grade three? 30? Grade four, 60? Grade five, 120? I'll never get those accommodations done. I don't know how high it climbs. Maybe it just adds 10 each time. I don't know what it, where it climbs to. But I can tell you right now, after playing this update for just under five hours last night, I don't care if I ever have to do a vault again. It's not fun to repeat. There is no consequences to, to your, 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 the entire concept of this update is to get a gold hoarder voyage to go get a key to one of their ancient vaults, return the key to them so they can keep it secure from Flameheart and his generals and the treasure inside. That's the voyage. Get the key, return the key. Now, you have the option to take the key and open the vault and steal everything, but there's no consequences for doing that. None. If I was the gold hoarder and you're coming back to me not with the key but with the treasure inside my vault, my treasure, and I'm, and I'm saying, here, I'm going to sell this back to you, I would take a knife and lodge it so far in your eyeball, you wouldn't be waking up again. There is no consequence. It's just reward, reward, reward. There's no consequence. Not to mention, every vault is the same. Aside from the little puzzle thing. Every vault is the same. 
Have you done the Shroud Breaker Tall Tale? Have you done the Shores of Gold Tall Tale? It's the same, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same. We've just taken something that we already had, we put it in the microwave, we reheated it, and we said, here you go, here's your Michelin five-star dinner. And you look at it and you're like, that looks like the McDonald's I had last week. And it's exactly that. So they put piles of gold that you can loot. So they put um, some, some of the key fragments in there and they've timed it. They've taken all the same concepts that we've seen since the very first Tall Tale, mashed them together, and called it a masterpiece. This is by far the worst, the most boring, and the most non-inventive content update that they've created since I've started playing. And I've played this game now for seven, eight months maybe. And this is by far the worst. In fact, you know, I do this podcast. I like Sea of Thieves. I like playing it. I've got the books. I'm going through all this. To be honest, last night when I ended my stream after doing the new event, I was like, eh, maybe I'll play Destiny Point on stream. Maybe I'll play Magic the Gathering tomorrow on stream. And then I look at all these Sea of Thieves content creators, which are playing other games. Pace is playing Hunt, right? Uh, Alex and Berger are playing, um, um, what, what is it? Blazing Sail. Falcor, Blazing Sails. You've got uh, Rocco playing something, something else. You've got Gambit playing Dead by Daylight. You've got um, Mason playing uh, Spellbreaker, whatever that game is. Why do you think your content creators are going elsewhere to play other games? Because this is garbage. This update is boring as hell. It does not, it does not increase PvP, which most of your streamers like. It does not get something that's fun repeatable. As a completionist, I will grind through this and I will get my accommodations done, but I will hate every fucking moment of it because this is absolutely boring. First off, one of the maps we got last night, we got the X right off the bat on the map. It was easy. The other ones, three times, four times, whatever, to fill that map in to get the X, to get the key, take the key to the vault, open the vault, do the exact same puzzle, and over and over and over and over and over. It's like a freaking broken record that will. You ever remember that song? This is the song that doesn't end. It just gets. That's what this entire thing feels like i'm like i've done the shroud breaker i've done the shores of gold oh so you've given me a repeatable option of those i already had that it's called the tall tales and the fact that there's no consequence the fact that we are completing the voyage to to get the key guess what look at the accommodations the voyage is to get the key yet the accommodations is about selling the chest why that has nothing to do with what the voyage is. Why should I get gold hoarder sales for selling them their chest? That makes zero sense. If we're talking about the time of Sea of Thieves and we're talking about the economy and we're talking about how society worked back then and I'm talking to a privateer and saying, hey, so... 
there's this really bad guy who's like attacking the seas and he's angry and he's got this fleet. And we kind of have a lot of money out there and we don't want him to get it. So we need you to take this map and get the key and bring us the key so we can keep it safe. We'll pay you handsomely for your return of the key. And instead, you go and you get the key and you open the vault and you steal all the shit. <coughs> and you take it back to him and say, I found the key. Oh, good. Excellent. Give it to me. And you're like, I don't have it. Wait, you found it, but now you don't have it. No, but I have all your loot and I would like to sell it back to you. Do you realize how fast you would be shot with a flintlock, stabbed with a sword, or the entire fucking Royal Navy on top of your ass? Because you just, you broke your contract as a private privateer. Sure, that's piratey. I get it. But you wouldn't go back to the same damn dude to sell his loot back to him. The chest is literally wrapped in green wrapping paper with the key of the gold horror on it. There is no mistake. That is their chest. That is their shit that you just stole because they gave you the map to the key and you're selling it back to them. What sense does that make? It doesn't play into lore. It doesn't play into common sense. It doesn't play into history. It's absolutely bullshit. It's not fun to begin with. We've already done it with the Shroud Breaker and Shores of Gold. It's not repeatable and enjoyable. And I can tell you this, it doesn't encourage PvP or emissaries in any value whatsoever. Because there's no way to find these things. There's no way to find the players to go PvP them. You could sail around all night. Last night, I sailed around all night. I found two fucking ships, of which both I sunk and one I took their key. Cool. That's awesome. For five hours. Two ships. Two ships in five hours. Are you kidding me? Four, or sorry, five vaults, one vault per hour. That was the most boring stream. I was playing with my friends. We were laughing and having fun. I could have done that playing Solitaire or Euchre, or I could have played that playing Fall Guys with my friends. But we chose to play Sea of Thieves because that's the game we love. And if you ask me why Sea of Thieves at this moment right now, if you ask me, should I buy Sea of Thieves? I'm going to tell you, hell fucking no. And I love the game. But this update again shows that Rare's priorities are not the priorities of keeping players and bringing back returning players with fun, repeatable, engaging content which brings players together either for pvp or fun interaction it does not then we look at the history of this time period we look at what we're actually doing and i just scratch my head and i say what in the ever living hell is this ancient vault's 
about. Because not a single damn piece of it makes sense. None of it. The voyages are for the keys, yet the commendations care about selling the chess back to the gold hoarders, which they already own. And there's no consequence to the player for doing it. None. Zero. Zero. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know who on the the Sea of Thieves side um, is their historian. I don't know who on the Sea of Thieves side is their, is their person who's supposed to keep this in the history context. I don't know who on their side thought taking a McDonald's meal that I ate three weeks ago and popping it in a microwave and calling it a Michelin five-star um, meal and handing it to me. I, I don't know what the creative direction or thought processes right now with the development team on Sea of Thieves, but they best figure it out. They best figure it out. Two of my crew members who absolutely love this game and have been playing since the beginning play with me nearly every single night are now not wanting to play anymore. Because the game, the, de- the, the game is amazing, but the developers behind the game are failing the community on multiple levels, and they're failing to bring out good content, which encourages PvP, fun player interaction, and is repeatable in a unique way that makes sense based on the time period. They're failing. Absolutely failing. And the fact that this update came out on Wednesday and they had to take the servers back down on Thursday because they had issues with the vault doors that goes back to half-baked to solutions. They gave you a potato that was still raw in the middle. So you bit the outside and you're like, oh, this is tasty. Oh God, I just broke my tooth because the center is still rock. Absolutely ridiculous. So if you ask me, Vault of the Ancients was a hundred percent fail. And if you're listening to the podcast, please do slide into my DMs at Davram TV on Twitter or tweet at me telling me what you think of Vault of the Ancients. But after playing it for four hours last night, I'll give it a 2.5 or 3 out of 10, and that's generous. I've got another stream here tonight and five hours from now. I almost don't want to play Sea of Thieves. And this is the first time in a long time that I don't. I've got things to do in the game, my completionist pieces, absolutely. But it's the same thing I've been doing for the past couple months because the new content, I played it for five hours last night, I'm done. I don't care about those commendations. These vaults are so incredibly boring and tedious and not fun to repeat. At least with the Ashen Lords, it was fun. There was fighting involved. There's not even fighting involved with this. The puzzles are simple. You have one person search for the keys while the other person unloads all the chests. Simple. The puzzles are easy. Match three, and then the fourth one is a combination of the three. Easy. The loot's great. Decent money. But it just doesn't make sense. 
the story doesn't make sense. And this is a game that has always been based around telling a story, and the story does not make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not even go I'm not even going to dive into the breakdown the breakdown of the release notes specifically tied to the vaults. If you want to know more um about them, go ahead and read it. Uh go ahead and read it. There is three new Xbox achievements. Um but but they're they're there. You can read the rest of the stuff, but to be honest with you, it's it's the worst update they've had in my over half year of playing. Almost full year now of playing. It's just bad. It's just bad. So a few things that uh, they're still having issues with. Uh, treasure door closing. Uh, appears the vault door sometimes slams shut prematurely. It's a uh, purely visual issue and the door can be uh, still be passed until the timer reaches zero. Uh, and the door shuts fully. You'll know when the timer gets close to zero, the room starts shaking and things like that. Um, these are known issues, by the way. Uh, mysterious note availability. When starting a session, players will not uh, currently be issued mysterious note. The feature is being polished for introduction of future content update. It's pretty sad um because this entire update is missing many polish points and so you're taking this one thing which again i think is a good idea and that's the one you're polishing um you may want to rethink your monthly updates uh and stop feeding us dog food when we ask for filet mignon um yeah cuz right now it's that's the taste in my mouth is dog food maybe even dog shit and i ordered filet uh, players impacted uh, following server migrations. We are currently tracking a number of players impacting uh, issues which can occur following a server migration. These include crews migrating uh, near outposts, finding themselves moved to a location where another ship is already present. The issue with the ship interaction points following the migration. How about you just fix server migrations completely and make sure every server is populated with six ships at all given times? Sorry. I already called out enough issues right now. One of the biggest issues, I'm playing a massive multiplayer game and I and I play an entire five sessions and I see four other players in five hours aside from my four-player crew. That's pretty bad. Increased latency and in server uh, correction. In case of high server density, some servers can exhibit performance hits leading to increased latency. This may result in lag spikes and gameplay rubber banding and server connections. Hey, guess what? Fix your damn hardware. Everything... I've talked about for the past two uh, episodes have revolved around fixing your shit. Hardware is a very important thing. It's what the game is on and runs off of. Maybe you should fix that first before you release a really crappy new piece of content. Ranged and melee hit detection. We already know this is an issue. I'm not going to go into this. Hit registration still sucks. It's getting better, but it still sucks. Fix your servers. Fix your PvP. Uh, stuck UI menus. When interacting with a barrel, oh my, I'm just, no, not even going to read the rest of that. Four updates fixing fucking barrels and it's still a known issue. 
ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Pirate Talk Radio, or how it's become, Rants from Davram. I would very much appreciate if you subscribe to our Sea of Thieves podcast. I promise you, I am a very critical person, but I do enjoy and love this game. I just hope that developers can find whatever writer's block is stuck up in their ass and pull it out and make this game something that I am excited to play every single day and think about nothing more than streaming it instead of me sitting here considering streaming Destiny 2, which I had a falling out with, or Magic the Gathering, or any other variety of games that I can have and play with my friends and enjoy our time a lot more than what we're enjoying right now on Sea of Thieves. I have high hopes for this game, and I have high hopes for Rare, and I think they can pull it out, but they're going to have to get some new creative minds going over there in the UK. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if the Queen's having a bad, you know, couple months and she's taking it out on the poor people of the UK. I don't know. But there needs to be some new, fresh, creative minds over there on that team because this game is getting stale and it's getting stale fast for a lot of players that have existed and have returned. And I promise you, Rare is not going to be listening to the podcast. But if they do, hey, Rare, reach out to me, Davram TV on 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 uh, on on Twitter. I got some ideas for you. I've talked about them in a couple episodes. I've got some ideas for you. But I'll tell you, the biggest thing that you need to do, stop giving us leftovers and half-baked solutions. Give me a nice plate of food. doesn't have to have all the courses on it. But give me one or two good pieces of meat and some veg that's cooked properly and seasoned properly. Give me a nice plate of food. Not an overflowing plate of food that just has a whole bunch of random shit and crap on it that hasn't been cooked and seasoned properly. Give me a nice plate of food with a couple pieces on there that are nicely seasoned and cooked that I can eat and enjoy. That is what you're not doing right now. I got some ideas for you. You can hit me up, TV on Twitter, or you can email me, davramgaming at gmail.com. Either way, reach out to me if you listen rare. They're not listening. But I'll tell you this. You're going to lose more players, and players are not going to be coming back unless some things get changed. Guys, you can follow me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at TV. You can check out my live streams Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out this podcast on uh, every app where podcasts are found and if you would like to support this broadcast check out patreon.com slash davram tv or check out the twitch page twitch.tv slash davram tv and you can use your amazon prime to sub drop some bits donos or anything else i also support extra life the charity extra dash life you can check that out and you can donate to the charity to help children find their health care we'll be doing a 24-hour uh stream in november to support extra life and try to hit our five thousand dollar goal uh for this year so check that out more details coming later but guys take care of yourselves and each other and we'll see you next week on pirate talk radio